Welcome to episode 27 of Developer Melange, the podcast about developing software in the 21st century directly from Vienna, Austria. Developer Melange brings you regular discussions about everything software development. You can find us online on developermelange.github.io and you can follow us on Twitter via at devmelange, that's dev, M-E-L-A-N-G-E. We're very keen on learning what you think about this show or the podcast itself. So please reach out for us on Twitter or leave your comments on our website. We appreciate all of your feedback. And now, here are your hosts. I'm Peter Kovler, the Code Cop. Obviously, I'm fanatic about clean code. My name is Christian Haas. I am a developer who embraces extreme programming. Today, we have a, a special guest again, Sandra Pasik. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Peter. Hi, Christian. So, Hello. Sandra is an agile developer in the Java enterprise. She's a speaker and organizer of the Softex Kamarua. And you told me uh, that you have a strong focus in automation. Why is that? Yeah, the reason is, again, that um, I'm, I'm very tired to do the same thing uh, many times. So when I have to do something uh, one or two times, then I start to, to think about how I can make a script for that, for the task, or um, how to, to solve it by, a, by the computer, because it's, it's bored and, and um, everything, what, uh, uh, everything that bored the, the human, then we started to make some mistakes. And for, that, uh, for this kind of task, a computer is better. Than us, so this is the reason why I started to to have um, some interest to automate things, and then um, I have the luck that uh, that in our um, community they started to do something like continuous integration, continuous delivery, and so um, there was more more tasks to automate. So yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> So this makes a, a great segue into the topic, which is roughly about DevOps. And I've read that when companies hire for people either for being DevOps or for developers, meaning there's a separate kind of, of, of positions, then you're doing DevOps wrong. Yeah, is this wrong or do these uh, two separate people exist? Uh, in my opinion, there um, already um, there exists the two persons exists already, because um, the stack operation and the stack development they are so big that you cannot find um, a person that can um, do it both good. So that means um, when I read about project that they are they are searching a DevOps engineer or they have a DevOps team, that um, it's only because they need some cool terms, because um, Everybody, the cool kids, uh, use these terms. And when I read um, DevOps teams, that's like, um, okay, that's the operation team that makes some, um, um, some automation. And maybe there are some developers because um, they have this team to, to automate the um, CI pipeline, like um, uh, they have experience in Maven or Gradle because these are tools that um, the operation um, uh, don't use. Of course, um, every rule has exceptions, but this is what I what I see. And when they, uh, I, I see from them, I'm, I'm a freelancer too, so when I have some requests for project and they ask me for the DevOps role, 
they have some uh, requirements like, okay, you have to have knowledge about to set up a operation system, to, um, to, to configure a web application firewall or uh, install Kubernetes and something like that. And this is the reason why I can say, okay, sorry, um, yes, I'm doing DevOps, but I'm doing from the point of view of a developer. So um, in one point of this process, I need help from the operation because then my knowledge ends on the um, server point. But it means for a developer, maybe I have a good operation skills because um, I need the skills to discuss with the operation, to understand the operations people, but I don't think that I can get a good operations job. So is then, is then being a DevOps uh, more fancy name for what was a system administrator? Yes, maybe. And maybe, um, maybe this is the new fancy name for a build manager, what we have 10 years ago. You have a role build manager that was for, the for doing the build stuff to configure Maven or Gradle or Jenkins. Um, this was the, the role on the development side. So. I mean, that's maybe that's 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 the um, um, uh, fancy how you how like you told a fancy new term for operation or for for the build manager role. Okay, so is then there a, a somewhat an ag agreed definition of what a, a DevOps person is, where, where their work starts and where they hand off to I don't know perhaps the next person. I don't know, maybe. Uh, I, I, I have really problem to say this is a DevOps person. Maybe a DevOps person is that um, they have no problems to, to, to work with um, operation and dev people in one team. Maybe this is a DevOps person. Um, so that you have now, um, they don't make some silos about, okay, we need a department of developers and a department of uh, operation. And there are two groups. Maybe this is a person that understands that we have to mix this um, this two uh, department to one team. Okay, so in, in terms like when a developer knows more and has more skills in terms of testing and test automation perhaps, this is then also another branch like having more knowledge in terms of, uh, like I said, the build chain and perhaps even going beyond that, even running it on a server or wherever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can see it on uh, on the rule tester. Uh, many uh, many uh, companies think that okay, now we do um, test automation, so we don't need testers, and the developer can do the stuff too. But when you go in this area like exploration testing and so on, you need the special skills that a normal developer don't have it. It doesn't have it. So, um, um, so I think this is a. And okay, the lack what we have with, with testing and development, they don't uh, create a new term. <laughs> so, okay. uh, so um, uh, maybe dev test or something like that. And mm -hmm. this is an uh, unlock in, um, in dev and operation. And when you look at the um, first article about DevOps, it was about, not about to have new, new, new rule description. It was about how to set up a team, and um, and then called this new culture DevOps. So uh, ah okay, so perhaps this is where where I had this this uh, question from, or where, where perhaps the original intention was. Like when you say this is a team culture DevOps, 
to have understand this right then, it was meant to be having a team that is cross-functional and can handle from developing code down to or uh, beyond to running it on a server. Whether or not this may the, the same people do this or you have I don't know, five different people in the team that all have their own respective roles. Yeah, that's true. So um, ah, okay. the, the, the team build the software and the team run the software. And of course, um, because you are a team, you see how your colleagues are working. So of course, so like standard uh, operation tasks, maybe uh, uh, some months later, uh, a dev can do it too. But when you have really big troubles, so you need the, um, the expertise of the operation guys, yes. So, um, um, and the same like for, for the operation people, when they are, they are working on uh, in a cross-functional team, they look how developer works, can maybe do the standard working and learn from them. But when they are really uh, trouble or big problems, then they will need the, um, the knowledge of the developer. And of course, when you have some corporates in operation, when you look at the classical uh, way how to solve production problems, then you have a ping pong between the two departments. And now you have the possibility that the operation guy and the developer, uh, developer working uh, together on one monitor to, to solve the problem. And then you have this, like you know it from pair programming, yeah? the one have an idea what could be the problem, the other one, and they uh, put the knowledge together to, to solve the problem. This is what I mean, that it's more a culture mm -hmm, term mm -hmm, than a mm -hmm. uh, job description. And from the technical perspective, is, is automation and, and having everything as, as code, like um, infrastructure as code and so forth, is this the key component of DevOps mentality? Maybe not, but um, I, think, I, I, I think that this automation stuff coming from that you want to deliver very fast and you can only deliver fast when you don't have some pitfalls in your process. And how to find the pitfalls, you, you want to automate the, the things. And how, when it's easier, the, um, when the process is easy, then it's easy to, to automate. And, okay. uh, and I think uh, um, this is the, the, the root of, of, uh, of this automation stuff. And of course, um, um, maybe the DevOps, come, come, this culture coming from the automation because they find out when you have this um, two departments, then automation to, to the pro, uh, production is, is really, really hard because you have a break in this process. And then, um, um, then they think about, okay, how we can, can, um, can uh, solve this, this break. And someone um, say, okay, maybe we have to, to merge this process to have one pipeline to production. Okay, so I guess, well, I, I see myself not getting a, a good uh, boot camp in, in DevOps culture and what, what the term originally meant and how it should be understood. So DevOps itself is, is the, like I said, team culture. You have the mentality also from source code down to running it, it there. And as an, an help for the whole chain, you have automation. Yeah. Be it now from, from testing perspective or build chain and perhaps even running it and recreating and what have you, everything about that. Okay. Of course, we have some exceptions here. When problem, for example, when you are a startup uh, company and you have only money for, for two pers technical person, of course, you will um, um, maybe you will um, hire some developer 
and then the developer has um, should have some um, some um, they they have to uh, they should like to do some operation stuff too, uh, but they they main focus will be on development yeah, and when this team grow up maybe this uh, developer will learn and um, process to to operation guy, um, then maybe this is kind of DevOps person, but um, I think this is. Um, uh, for the special case when you have a startup company and you have done, don't have uh, many uh, much money to to um, hire a whole uh, team with operation and with um, development skills. Okay, yeah, well, if you start with a small team, you have the, the wonder person anyway. So the one person doing the development, whatever tests they do, then also like I yeah. said, their operations, and then you grow. So yeah. this this. Does this also work, or differently? This for, for me, this sounds like mainly for product teams that ha that run and create their own product. How is it working for multiple installations? Is this also applicable, or are these special cases and not necessarily within scope? Uh, I don't have many experience with this area because when I I all I um, all of my project was a product. Uh, Products like the the company run it on a, a own service, so they don't they don't uh, sell them. Uh, but I can, yeah, I don't really I don't know if it's working too, but it should because um, then but you will have another challenge like um, how to um, how to manage the, the the several version of your the same product and so on, yeah. So um, I think there will be another another challenge, and often you have some some like um, um, that uh, that the customer will install it by your own on his own um, infrastructure, and then you will have the same break what you had uh, with the classical um, department structure development operation. Okay, so right now I'm, I'm working in a in a project where. Well, the team themselves also maintain the the um, runtime of the service. It is still under the under the I would say under the hood of the customer. Yet they delegate to our team to develop and maintain it. So yeah, by, by this realization, I can say I am in a DevOps team. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, and you, you have some guys uh, or some person that uh, that do the operation stuff. Well, that, that's the um, already existing the, the senior of the project because they they had been for, there from almost from the beginning and they were also responsible for setting up the build chain, like I described, and also running the the main container. And I'm still in the process of learning how this works. So because I've I haven't been uh, working with with Asia in this case before, so everything is new to me in this regard. But but this is a good. Um Good hint because um, you 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 deploy to a cloud provider, yes, and um, yes, and uh, maybe um, I don't I didn't have a project that uh, we use a cloud for uh, for production. Um, then maybe there's a different point of view from the uh, to the operation. That's because you have a REST API to create some. Uh, virtual machines or um, on this stuff. 
So maybe the task of operation and development will be changed when you when everything is on on cloud, uh, in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's, it seems that there is no real ops, right? Because you outsource the ops. You're yeah. buying the ops. So yeah. you just have to be a developer with some understanding how to operate Azure or AWS. Yeah. But on well, the other that, side, I, yeah? Yeah. Okay. On the other side, I know uh, people, they, um, uh, then they uh, ask me, uh, okay, how you secure the container, Linux container? Uh-huh. And... Um, yeah, and then I find out. Okay, uh, maybe I have to. Um, I have. I need more um, experience and more knowledge about how a container uh, is running inside. And when you um, uh, talk about with operations uh, persons, for them this is very easy because they say, "Hey, when you know how to run a Linux uh, operation system, then you know how to secure a Linux container because they are same mechanism." And this is for me like okay. So this was like, uh, to, so I find out for myself, okay, um, to, to be a, um, a real container ex- uh, expert and how to run it uh, secure on the, on the cloud. So we need, we need some operations um, knowledge and maybe on this side, okay, you will need an operation person too because of to, to have a deep um, view on, on, for example, container technology technology and um, then the operation uh, person can help you too in a team. Yeah, it's an excellent point. I, I, I feel the same. So it's uh, the basic ops is being outsourced and there is no, no person with a real ops knowledge. So I, I haven't seen real administrators in, in the teams. Developers can, can operate the AWS interfaces but then we have no idea how to secure our Docker containers because traditionally, at least in my area, security has been an ops topic uh, because they were securing the machines, they were securing, as you said, they were securing, the, they were uh, getting the updates, they were caring for the patches, uh, the security patches. Um, so it's like there's a gap. It's missing. Yeah. We don't yeah, have it. Yeah, yeah. So... Um like you said, maybe the the, the basic uh, operation stuff is outsourced, but um, that that doesn't mean that you don't um, you don't need a operation person in your in your team. It's like it's like I, I'm I'm sometimes I say it, it's like um, when you look at the software development um, 15 years ago, then you did stuff. Uh, you have many steps that you have to do manually. And then we automated uh, the build stuff, and now we have now capacity to do another things. And I think this is the same. It's a good metaphor for the operation too. They um, last when they they have to do it manually. They do a very basic stuff because they they spend many times. Now they can um, do it. uh, This this basic stuff can the cloud do it for them, and now they can have. more time to do another stuff, like uh, find out or um, look at how we use the container and if the container is secure. You just pitched a time range of 15 years, give or take. Uh, you also said that there was an original blog post. So is there an, an, an starting point for this DevOps culture? What it, was there a blog post? When was it? I think eight years, eight, nine years ago, 
I heard the first time from, from DevOps. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was um, on a Twitter line that one one person um, started to, to use it. So I have to make some search too. Okay. I, I wanted to ask, Christian, I want, want to ask you in this uh, connection. So comparing to XP, because I know that you that you like in uh, researched a lot of XP and XP team. So XP is also a culture, right? Methodology, yeah, and it comes with the culture because it. When you explain it, it's more like it's a culture thing to accept various practices, correct? Yeah, and the practices are just like the DevOps tools, like Docker and uh, Kubernetes. So they are like following from the principles. So when when you look at the XP, already the XP team was a, a cross-functional team, wasn't it? Because like they had to uh, customer yes. collaboration inside. Yeah, correct. Customer collaboration, also testing is included. And perhaps it wasn't back then as much envisioned to say, yes, we also have have, have a person that is responsible for running the system. Though automation was also a factor right, because you want to get things uh, done quicker. Mm-hmm. And uh, which includes also the build management because you one of the first things you should have is central machine that is responsible for building the so- building your software, not necessarily running it on your own laptop. So this is the inception of something like a build server as well. Having then the, the runtime covered as well is a compatible and logical extension then I would say, though it hadn't been foreseen 20 years ago. So in this uh, sense, are you saying that like uh, DevOps is uh, part of XP or an evolution of XP, or how how does that feel to you? Mm, more like in 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 line of extreme programming, because there's there's nothing that's that I would see that I would see incompatible with it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and though I wouldn't say that DevOps now is the new XP, there's no. No, because it doesn't have a certain focus on, on like uh, quality test-driven development or also collaboration. Right. So DevOps is only part of the whole, of right. the whole thing. Right. Then, right. So it's right. an so addition to XP. Then. Um, maybe the reasons that because extreme programming when it was um, created, uh, we had this um, this hard break between development and operations, so they don't think about it, so how to involve the, the operation in this process. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I, I don't know, because in the last 15 years, also many companies had this hard break between development and testing. And I still have clients that are struggling with this uh, separation. Like because they had it in the past or they, they can't get over it, so uh, XP didn't have that, so it was already like ahead of its time. So I guess it right. could have included also the ops if it wanted to. From a mentality, for sure. From from a from an actual written stuff in in terms of yes, they had already back then written books where it says yes, this team should also be responsible for running the whole thing, and also they were like you said ahead of the of of the time when they included testing, though it was then two steps ahead or behind to also include the runtime of the whole thing, and also I'm I'm still a little bit skeptical in terms of that you can apply it every everywhere and every time. So, for instance, the, um, when I think of my, my previous team, my previous employer, 
here we had the product development where the systems were running on several customer sites, even remotely, so you, in, in some degrees you don't, didn't even have access to them, and also in various versions. So having everything from within the same team would not have been possible, essentially, because they were just alone from the tasks of getting to the systems physically around the globe. So this, it's, thinking about larger distribution, then I don't think that the same team can handle all of these aspects. Yeah, because you had a product, right? This was more like shrink wrap. So it was sold and then uh, other people were running it. Right? Mm, yes, yes. Yes. So when you have such a, like, an, if it's not as a service, if other people are running it, there is a break in, in the, like, there's ah. no connection. So there, this is again a realization for me. So if, if you're running something as a service, then DevOps is for you. Yes, yeah, that's good. Yeah, because you, you, you have the whole process in your hand. And when you have a product that, you, um, that the customer can run it on premise, then uh, so you um, divide this process, this, this production part, and this production part will go to the customer. All right, so DevOps in terms of running uh, the system or keeping it running is it requires that you run the, the whole thing as a service under your control. Though mentalities like having a build server is still as part of the development team, so there's still some, some ideas of DevOps then, or is it just the, the rough or the unclear definition of where DevOps starts and DevOps ends? Uh, maybe because we we have uh, this build server stuff and something like that before dev before the, the term DevOps come comes up here yeah? so that you called it um, okay we have we doing continuous integration and um, and this was the pre step before continuous delivery and, and DevOps so I think this this term DevOps comes up with the term continuous delivery and um, okay. so. I, I think you can do continuous integration. What is a good practice too, and um, and this and in the in term DevOps, this um, practice is is inside, is included. Um, so you can do it continuous integration without DevOps. Right. So okay. So I'm, I'm getting closer to where, at least in my picture, where DevOps would be traditionally or or thematically better fit. So as soon as you are start to think about continuous delivery and running it, uh, running the product as a service, then you're most likely in an area of DevOps as well. When you have that, you can think of giving the responsibility of the continuous integration because it's most likely on the same system that does the delivery, I assume, then it might also be covered by the DevOps people or by these automation, PR, well, wrong term yeah, again. Yeah, this automation person, yes, yes. Because uh, let, let's uh, uh, let's call it automation people because um, yeah because when you, m maybe I'm, I'm do do too dogmatic because <laughs> but I see too too often that uh, uh, management or like something like that say uh, we don't need no more operation people because we have DevOps engineer and the DevOps engineer can ever can do everything yes so um, this is the reason why uh, a little bit dogmatic um, with the terms. And um, yeah, of course, you can. Uh, you, you don't need a DevOps t 
team to do con continuous integration, for example. And maybe right, when right. you start, when, when you start, when you started your um, your agile transformation process, maybe you start with the easiest thing, like to automate your build, and uh, then you can do it without merging the departments. So you can uh, let's say the departments and development and operation. And when you see, okay, the whole process on the development side is automated, then you can think about it to 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 start the merging with the, with the departments. You you brought in the agile transformation. Is there also something like a DevOps transformation? Uh, Would this be what like a scrapper just now? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a good question. The, Oh, uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, ask the question in a different way. Do you can do DevOps without Agile? I, I have something for you. Can we do <laughs> continuous delivery without Agile and without DevOps? And I think we can. Uh, I, uh, two years ago, I met a lady on a conference. She was from a bank. So banks are traditional, like traditional bank which are known for their slow processes and heavyweight processes. And she was describing uh, their way and they could have an incident in production and the time it would take from reporting to fix would be like under two hours. That sounds pretty much continuous delivery to me because like you have a problem and the fix can be in production after one or two hours. A real yeah. fix to production, that's amazing. Right? And now this is a bank, and it's like traditional. They had all the quality gates. They just had it sped up. So like automated everything, but it was different departments and handover and automated. So it felt like it, this could be continuous delivery, but no, no DevOps, no single team still having the gates. And, and, and how does that fit into, into the question now? Um, but maybe, um, but I, maybe this, this, um, this, the teams um, inside this departments with these breaks, uh, maybe they were agile. So, so the, to yeah, I think some... that, that that wasn't connected. Uh, I don't see like a, if they are agile or not agile. Yeah. So is it is does agile mean we're doing automation? Well, following the 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 uh, maturity model, it would mean we are doing XP, but nowadays often Agile means you're doing Scrum. So does that give us like a benefit doing Scrum? Does it mean we will be better on DevOps or I, I don't know? I don't know because I see Agile project that we use, for example, not Scrum because it uh, doesn't match our, our, our process or how the customer works. So, for example, we use Kanban um, because um, because the customer wants uh, every two days they uh, they change the requirements, and so Scrum um, didn't work for us. And so we say, okay, then let's do it Kanban. So every task that are not in progress can change in the priority, and uh, only the tasks that are in in, in progress uh, they cannot cannot uh, cannot be stopped. Yeah. So, sure. so, uh, so this is example yeah. for now to be agile. You don't need to do uh, Scrum. You can do it. Yeah, and of course. Uh, um, 
I can't I can't think of you lost the question. So Christian, can you <laughs> can you rephrase your question again or like can you just restate it? What was yeah. what was behind your question? <laughs> so the question was, um, is is there something like a DevOps transformation, like having an agile transformation? Okay, good. Is there also something like a DevOps transformation? Um, maybe when you 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 start to merge your departments, and to uh, you change your your company structure, um, maybe there are a DevOps transformation, but the. Um, the question what I would ask is um, which problem should uh, solve this, this transformation? Um, yeah, because uh, Peter's example was, was very good um, that they don't need, they have, they have continuous delivery but uh, don't have a DevOps culture. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but I think that works for, for this bank because their, um, the interfaces between the teams, the, the department, was work, working very well. And very often they say we have to merge departments because the communication between the departments are not very good. Maybe this is um, another reason why the, the people want to do DevOps culture. Yeah, okay, that so reminds me of a, of a great comic I saw. It's like DevOps transformation. The boss takes uh, the admin, the traditional ops, and puts uh, puts her in the middle of the dev team, and then says, "Now talk to each other." And the admin says, uh, "Idiot" to the developer, and the developer says, "Asshole" to the admin, and that's how they are talking. So they are in the same team, but uh, it's not helping, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have yeah you have, you have to to change your 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 mind yes, um, and of course when you when you have a toxic um, communication um, before this merging, um, and you f- uh, follow your old pet communication pattern in the new in the new team yeah, then it, it will not help of course not. Okay, and one one final question comes to my mind. As a developer, what would be first steps to make a DevOps-friendly team? It doesn't have to be a complete DevOps team, though rather I'm asking what kind of skills would I have to look into, or tools or technologies? What what would what would be my first things to look at? Uh, maybe uh, I have to, to, um, to have a clean automation of my side, like uh, how to build a deployment artifact and so on. And um, maybe I should listen to the operation because the operation people are stakeholder too to my product. They have some requirements too because um, um, for for running the the whole system. And um, and maybe I I don't think I don't think you have you need some tools or some technology. Maybe you have to read about um, a concept like uh, how um, how is the easiest way to run an application. It's not like okay, it's running on my machine, and but I have to do 20 steps to do it. Yes, so I have to do think about it. How I can write my my software that it's easy to to run. Yes, and this, this is uh, I think you you have to think about more concept and how I 
can prepare my application for the production. And this, I think, this is uh, what I can do it from my side to make my team operation friendly or my product operation friendly. Uh, I again see patterns similar to when I, as a developer, was asking how can I make it easier to test the software is now the question, the new question, or the second question now, how can I make the software run easily? Yes, yes. Yeah, of course. This is testing is a very good point. Uh, this is the reason why I like to do it TD because um, test also, I means uh, test driven development because then I get feedback from my tests if my my uh, my uh, if my application is um, easy to test yes and when it started to be to to write co to to write the tests very complicated this is a sign for me okay maybe my design is is crappy yeah if the same <laughs> this is, <laughs> yeah, this is the creepy. Same. You make a break a great example now because um, I had my final question. Now I already a bonus question. You, you talk of test-driven development. Is there something like a DevOps-driven development? Uh, yes. Or is this too crazy? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, like operation-driven development. Maybe yeah, maybe operation is like um, non-functional requirements, like um, testable. Ah. Like okay, yeah. like uh, how to configure my what I have to do to configure my 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 application and uh, how how I can find very easy how the application is is configured because when your when your phone is running uh, ringing in the night you're very sleepy you don't want to to study a twenty pages document to find out why your application is not running yet so. Okay, so yeah, I, I see myself having had a great crash course into DevOps and now I know more about that. So what will uh, Softex Kamaru do in uh, January, Sandra? Oh, we have a um, great um, session. Uh, Georg um, will do a live coding about um, legacy code. So um, his topic is that uh, when you read a, um, a legacy code from other developer, you always you have the feeling like, uh, okay, this is this is crap. Uh, we have to delete it all and rewrite it completely new. And he will show some technique that you can build some some um, green fields or islands in your brownfield legacy code base so you don't need to rewrite the whole application or the whole classes of the one but um, how you can do it in, in some steps to make it cleaner. This is for January and for February we will have um, two sessions but one is not, not, not in progress in the planning and the second uh, end of February we will do a workshop about how to test um, architect, software architecture decision and um, it's a workshop from uh, Stefan Zerner and me and we will show the, the people uh, what are, which kind of software architecture decision I can do and how I can test it or, uh, in an automated way. I'm getting uh, like envious of uh, why we are not having such uh, great topics in Vienna. And I guess, Christian, we would have to make them, right? So if we want to <laughs> have them, we have to 
create them. Just one thing for this workshop. So is it like half day or is it an evening, like a coding dojo? Or is it like something bigger? Um, yeah, we will do it in a two-hour session. So it's, okay, cool. it's like it's like a but uh, but we could we could do it in a four-hour session. But in this case, we do it um, yeah a light version version of that. Amazing. Okay, so, so maybe that's on our plan for Softworks Summer then for next year. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> so you wanna come to Vienna again? Yeah, yeah. Vienna is a really nice city, and uh, I, I I like the community in November. Ah, <laughs> uh, now we are talking. Awesome. So finally, Sandra, uh, do you have anything that you want to advertise for yourself for your company? So it's pretty much your own minute for advertising. Uh, yeah, uh, not not really <laughs> because. <laughs> I, I have no company. I'm uh, I'm uh, self-employed. I'm freelancer. So maybe when you need some help in like um, how to create a DevOps team or something like that, you can call me. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you for um, being with us and talking with us. Yeah, and, thank you for uh, the invitation. This was another episode of Developer Melange, and see you in about two weeks again. <laughs>